Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, why would anyone row 100 miles between London and Burnley? Good point. Mm. And what should you do if you're worried your penis is going to freeze? Are and those I'm, two related? Uh, technically, yeah. Mm. Did your mum or dad ever say to you? No. It'll drop off. What? What? Willie. No, they did not. You know, like when you go through that really horrible, awkward stage where you're a teenager and you sat on settee watching telly. Sitting. We, we sit, it's still, still <laughs> boils my piss every time you do that. When you led on settee with your hands down your pants watching telly. Do you know, funnily enough, I didn't do that. Every lad did that. Not every Every lad, lad did that. Boys still, I, boys still do it now. They don't even know they're doing it. Ben, do you ever get told? Yeah. Does Kat ever say, Ben, Benedict? Yeah. It's a disgusting Everybody, habit. but my mum used to go, Oi! It'll drop off if you carry on. Could mm. literally drop off. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants. Are we, William Hanson, the UK's leading etiquette expert? Sat right across me. Sitting right a foot. <laughs> But you auto-corrected yourself, and that I appreciate. Um, No, we're not Jordan North, radio presenter, and now the nation's favourite rower after Steve Redgrave. Uh, I'm more 24 karat gold, you're more 24 hours in police custody. Very good. Very good. Thank you to Jack for that one. Can we get a drink, please? And it's uh, Sir Steve Redgrave. It's Sir Steve Redgrave. Is it soon going to be Sir Jordan North? Probably not. And that was Jump Cut Jack that sent in that. Well, thank you, Jump Cut Jack. Oh, Christ. Has Mikey been away? <laughs> Could you just put some gin in your glass, please? I'll do the de Bonnet. Uh, we're having gin and de Bonnet, for those that don't know. Quick reminder, two parts de Bonnet, one part gin. Where have you been for bloody gin, Alfie? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> well, Ben commented upon that as well. It's the shop in this building, and that's what they had. 1479. That's quite that's quite expensive. Oh, is it? Yeah. We're having a jink, a drink, a jink, a drink now. We're going for a drink afterwards as well, aren't we? We're going for a few... Uh, we have to talk about that. Yeah. We're going for a little sexted and partner's soiree, aren't yes. we? Yes. And we're putting it through the books <laughs> to the text man. <laughs> maybe, maybe cut that. Um, no, no, keep that in. Keep that in. <laughs> we are going for a sexted soiree. Mikey and Kat are coming. And yeah. Stuart... And Stuart. Oh, sorry, the exec producer. Wait, hello, boys. We'll put this through the book, shall we? And we'll get absolutely hammered. But we'll have a meeting as well, in case the tax man's watching, eh? <laughs> That's Stuart, our exec producer. So let's toast. Nicest bloke ever. Lovely. He's so... Right, I get mixed up with these hmm. two. Is he placid or flaccid? I, I, <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is placid. placid. It's placid, isn't it? But I very much hope during our evening together, he's... he also remains flaccid. <laughs> I get mixed up with placid it's and not flaccid. that sort of evening. Anyway, he's, he's a lovely guy. Who are we toasting to? Um, I'd like to toast um, a place that I have visited. I have somewhat of an affinity 
to it, but not as much as an affinity as you. And it's where you're ending all your rowing. Turf Moor. Turf Moor. I'm not ending it at Turf Moor. Well, no, because there's no... Are you not going there at all? Oh, it just clinked. Yeah, you just... What did you do? I just clinked your glass. Sorry. How dare you? Mm. Are you not going to Turf Moor at all? Well, on the Saturday, I'm going to watch Chelsea, yeah. Oh, right. Mm. Well, by the way... Burnley in general. At the time of recording, Burnley won on Wednesday night. Uh, I don't is... think that's going to change. Yeah, but I don't think no, by know, the time but, this goes out, they will have been stripped playing, of we're that We're playing win. Palace tomorrow. So Buckingham. I, so when this goes out, Crystal Palace. Right, OK. So, uh, but the, the past week has been... I couldn't sleep on Wednesday night when we beat Spurs. I couldn't... I had to go on my rowing machine. <laughs> I had to, like... I had to go on my rowing machine and do 40 minutes because I was so pumped up. Bearing in mind I'd already been rowing that morning. I was so pumped up. And all, like, I cannot... I've talked about this before and I know mm. you're not a football fan, but no. I cannot stress to you enough how much football affects your life. Like, when Burnley get beaten... No, when, you don't need to... I get that. It affects brother. my life as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, if Burnley get beat, I am miserable on a Saturday and on a Sunday, right? But when Burnley won on Saturday night, I was absolutely buzzing. Mm. Yeah. And then when we won on Wednesday, all the next day on Thursday, I just kept going to myself, get in, get in, get in. So, gosh, the Clarets are staying up. And now you're going to believe us. And now you're going to believe us. Now you're going to believe us. The Clarets are staying up. Up the Clarets. Up the Clarets. That is good, actually. I've been waiting for this gin and bonnet all week. Um, as always, g and if you need our help with something, that's why we're here, not just to talk about football. I know that's why a lot of people come, it's to hear me talk about football. Uh, but we are here to give our help with all of your problems. Uh, you can send your tales of trepidation, your dilemmas, your... Oh, we changed that, didn't we? But then it hasn't been changed in the script. Your... Do you want me to read the script? You're no, but clearly I... struggling here. No, sorry. sorry. Why do Jack? I keep calling you babe? So you pe- few people picked up on that when you said your coffee's not good, babe. Yeah, I did it as a joke. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextedmyboss.com or you can tweet or send us a message on Instagram. We're at sextedmyboss. Cheers, hon. Or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply on his own letterhead of paper. The address for that is on the website sextedmyboss.com. Marvellous. So how's your week been? It's been all right. I mean, I've just, you know, managed to get through it with my substandard coffee. But other than that... Right. Uh, it's can, been all right. Can I just say, I felt really bad after last week's episode because I, I basically had a confession. I was very blunt and very mm. forward. And I told William that his coffee wasn't that great. It's, and I, I, I was half joking. Like, I am, you, I am always grateful for I don't any want cups you to be coffee. half joking is still quite bad. No, like, I, I don't, your coffee's not shit. It's just not that great. It's, you know, it's, it's wet and warm as long as I used to work one out. <laughs> it's wet. When I used to... It's not a glowing endorsement for coffee. Well, How do I... you like your coffee? Wet and warm. No, when I used to work <laughs> back in the day when I was a bricklayer, when I was on an apprentice... For five minutes. The, uh, they used to offer us a tea and coffee, mm. and uh, the builder that I worked for used to say, the little old lady would come out and be like, would you want a tea and coffee? would be like, oh, as long as it's wet and warm. And that's that's don't matter, as long as it's wet and warm. Right. So I'm very much in that camp. Mm. Well, I'm so glad that my coffee is wet and warm. So, yeah. Oh, every time I've made a cup of coffee this week, I've thought of you. I'm going to send you some because you can... Particularly uh, when I do the grinder and I, I touch the grinder and I see all see, these beans just being... Get, 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 get early, get, get... There's loads of different ones. Even, like, just the basic brand, Italian blend coffee. Why are we not getting into this again? Italian... What? 
I'm going to I'm I am I I text you this week saying when you finish doing all your rowing, which we'll get on to in a minute, please could you come over for coffee because we live very close now, probably the closest we've ever lived. Mm. It's a ten minute train, darling. Still a bloody train, darling. Oh, I'm well. You are more than welcome to row. What are you doing for charity? I'm donating. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, bless you. Sorry. We'll talk about that in a minute. Tell us about your wedding planner as well, because um, this week you've. So, William, it's just been brought to my attention that you've mm. gone through quite a number of wedding plans. Well, yeah. At the hotel that we are having the uh, the wedding at, uh, we have managed to get through three separate wedding planners since we booked the wedding in September last year. And I'm trying not to take that personally. The new one is amazing and we love him. He's excellent. We had a meeting with him this morning. Um, the others were, were very good but weren't there for very long. Now, bear in mind, I don't actually feel that we had been going out over anything particularly trying mm. but two of them have left that says a lot really yeah. i think we, i think we're very laid back uh, why i'm not being funny but if there's any two people that don't need a wedding planner it's you and mikey <laughs> <laughs> you really like you are like think of monica from friends that is william i don't don't do yeah, friends. i don't watch but it she's super organized you've got like five like you do you do not need a wedding planner what well, you pay in the wedding planner, pay yourself. Well, it's included in the package. But, oh, is yeah. it? But I already in this meeting, he pointed out a few things that uh, I was, you know, hadn't really thought of. So. Such as? Uh, are we doing, this is really boring for you, no. are we doing the speeches uh, after the main course before the pudding or after the pudding? We're doing the speeches before the meal, aren't you? Before the, what, we're not a state banquet. No, we're going to do them afterwards. No, I'm pretty sure the etiquette's now you're doing before. No. You told me that. I did absolutely not. Right, anyway. What are, you, are you talking to other etiquette authorities on the side? Maybe. Just don't want you getting complacent, that's all. No, that's fine. Well. Okay. Okay. So, just letting you know that there's many others that would want that seat. <laughs> so, just... Well, who knows? I mean, there are many others that want that seat too. It's true. I, I could spend my Friday afternoons with Ricky, Melvin and Charlie. You very much could, so. Flashback to university. But no, it's... <laughs> they listen to this podcast in the office of where I'm getting married. Do they? Yeah, yes. or people within the office Yeah, so it, it's brought to our attention. The wedding planner said that they listen to the podcast, so... Hi, he, sat, he sat me down and he said... I mean, I don't want to talk too much about bits of the wedding, but I, was, I referred to my brother and I said, oh, my brother is a broadcaster... And um, Javier, the uh, wedding planner, said, oh, Jordan. I said, no, J Jordan's not my brother. Slightly alarming thought. So is James going to be doing the... Uh, James uh, will be master of ceremonies. We don't have an impression for James, do we? <laughs> Give it time. Uh. Hello, everybody. Wibbly Wobbly. Wibbly Wobbly. Welcome to the Wibbly Wobbly podcast. Uh, wedding Wibbly Wobbly. I'm James. It's just a high-pitched Boris Johnson. And um, everybody take their seat. Everybody take their seat. Whoa, 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 whoa. James, calm down. Whoa. Has everybody got a drink? No. Uh, right. So I think you brother. Yeah, you maybe need to work on that one. Yeah, maybe yeah. need to work on that. Um, how's your rowing going? Uh, yeah, good. I've I've had a very busy week and I've just, I've talked about it a lot because we've done loads of interviews this week, which has been yeah. great. But um, I did, didn't expect such a reaction. Like people seem to mm. be 
Um, hashtag get behind Jordan. Hashtag get. That's not the official hashtag, but well, it is on this in, in the world yeah, of sex. It's going well. I had my final um, rowing session this week mm-hmm. on the River Thames. It was very oh, windy. That's good. Um, and yeah, I think I'm ready for it. So at the time of recording, it's Friday, and we are going to go out onto the water on Monday. So this is going to be my last drink. Oh, this is the last. How about the drinks afterwards? Well, I'm going to have a couple tonight. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm not fine, a yeah. nun. I'm not no. a nun. Saying that nuns <laughs> like a drink, no, as well, to be fair. So we'll have a good few tonight. We'll... You've gone very Manchester all of them. Oh, they like nuns like a thing. We'll a... We're having a meal tonight as well. Yes, we? yes, there is food involved. Mm. Are you carb loading? Is that a thing before high mm. cardio events? I do have a events? big pole. Big pole. Big, bowl big of, polo. Big bowl of ready break this morning. Oh. Love ready break. They sponsored you yet? No, they no. haven't, but <laughs> honestly, this rowing has got me back into ready break. <laughs> can't not have it now. Hashtag ad. No, it has. That I bet you that becomes a thing. What? If if I don't see a paid partnership on your on your feet in the next three months with Ready Break after you've mentioned them. Honestly, try Ready Break because it's better than because porridge is lumpy and gloopy. Ready Break. It depends how you make it. No. I don't have a microwave either, do I? So you can make it in the pan. Right. Do you do it with milk or with water? Milk. Right. Who has porridge with water? Oh, that, I mean I think that is actually the traditional Scot Scottish way off the is top it? of my head. I don't know much about porridge. Because obviously now I'm uh, intolerant to many th- forms of wheat. Oh, yeah, for your blood test. You know, you know in restaurants when they say, does anyone have any allergies or intolerances? Mikey and I now produce our PDFs and go, just could you give this a read, please? <laughs> and let us know what's on the menu we can have. Okay, and they come back so... and go, you can have the sprouts. <laughs> yeah. And that's sort of about it. So do you think, obviously you're you're rowing and you probably don't want to do as much rowing, you know, after you might want to have a bit of a break from rowing after your event is done. But could you teach me to row? Do you think I have a rower's capacity? Have yeah. I got have I got a rower inside me? Uh, don't know. <laughs> That's a flashback to uni as well, isn't it? I think you've Monaco all of a sudden, I don't know why. Um anyway, do I have a rower inside me? Um yeah, I think I honestly think if I can do it then anyone can because it is so hard. Have you got better at it since yeah, you definitely. started training? Definitely. You actually can mm. notice the difference. Yeah. Did, um, did I tell you what my trainer said to me? No. So she said, have you heard of dyspraxia? I was like, oh, yeah, my mum and brother's dyspraxic. Mm. She's like, oh, I teach a lot of dyspraxic kids. I'm pretty sure you are <laughs> as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it took me a while to... I don't know if I am, by the way. You've got to do tests and stuff. It took me a while to get the coordination the yeah. technique but i'm there with it yeah and you have to, what i didn't realize is you're going backwards aren't you yeah which i think is normal for any form of rowing mm. could you maybe teach me how to pull <laughs> like here and now imagine i've got two things in my hand yeah what do i do with them no so you you put your left over your um so your left goes in front of your right right and then you go forward and it's called a st- what my teacher coach calls me a straight arm hog a straight arm hug. So you come right forward like this. That's like Titanic. Yeah, and then you're using your legs, so your heels to the wheels, because the wheels on the... You're in your high heels? No, the wheels are on your chair. Right. You need to come right to the heels. Okay. And then back. So it's like that. And your left hand is always in front of your right hand. When two become one. All the way forwards and back. Brief. All the way forwards forward and, and back. back and brief. All the way forwards, heels to wheels, and back and brief. Ready? Right, okay. All, All the, the way, way forward, forward and heels to wheels. wheels, 
and back and breathe. All, all the, the way, way forwards forward and back and, and I mean, I'm tired already. You've got to do that for five days. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. good on you. Well, you know, yeah. So how do we donate, Jordan? Tell I'm us. I'm not sure, actually. I think the best way, honestly, genuinely, is... Um, I don't know the text number at the time of recording, so just make sure you're listening to Radio 1 on Monday morning from 8 o'clock. Uh, and just make... If you want to hear how I'm getting on, if, you, if, if you're genuinely interested, just make sure you're listening to Radio 1 on next week. Cause it's can we that. press the red button and follow you? Is there, or can we look online? Hello? Red button. Oh, do they not do that anymore? Oh, I don't think so. I don't so. know. Can we watch you online? Yeah, Is there like on, a webcam on the front of your bed? There's on social media and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ben will put the link in the newsletter. He loves his little he newsletter. He does. Do you know what he's Bless done? Bless him and his little newsletter. He's, he's scribbled out my signature on the newsletter. I've seen. I've and it, seen. Put, it says producer Ben. He sends a little newsletter every week. I know. Bless him. He likes to feel important. Oh. That's what he does. With his little newsletter. Um, well, ben can I... and his little newsletter. <laughs> Phone's away. No, no, he sent... Excuse me, he sent me how to donate. How do you know how to donate yet? I don't oh, know there we go. Donate. Support Rowing Home with Jordan North. Oh. So just Google... Go to, I'm sure if you go to the Comic Relief website, you will find uh, relevant links, or you can look on our socials or Producer Ben's slightly interesting newsletter. Oh, Ben's just said to me, did you see my comment on Instagram? I put four. Just anyway. to show people how easy it is to donate, I'm going to donate now. So we've got the main page. You have various different options about how much you could donate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can put in your own amount if you don't want to do. You can do Apple Pay. You can do Google Pay, PayPal, Pay with Card. You can gift aid it if you're a oh, taxpayer. That's great. I've not even started yet. Well, I'm doing this, and if you, if don't, you wait, complete, don't, don't donate now. I've just pressed the double oh, tap. Don't, it's don't donate face. now. You could jinx it or something. I've just donated. Oh, hang on. It hasn't gone. Oh, it's gone through now. Is it? Uh, would you like to hear from us? No. Let's have um, a look. Let's have a look. Hang on, continue. Was it that easy? Yes. 50p, <laughs> you tight ass get. Oh, have you really donated I've that much? I've just donated that. And I would like to wish you, and that's from Mikey and me, I would like to wish you a very good luck. And you better bloody do it, otherwise you can pay me that back. Oh. We're very, very proud of you. That's... Oh. I'm on... That's too much. Well, probably. But anyway, it's bread and water for the rest of the year. Oh, William. That's so... Oh, give me a hug. Oh, OK. That's so sweet. Bless you. Do, do I come to you, do I? Uh, uh, I don't know. Can you not hug over the table? No. Oh, mate. Why did you... Oh, oh. God, thank you. That's so sweet. Pleasure. I was... Gonna joke saying 50 pit. Bless your heart. It's alright. Thank you. Well, it's for a very good cause. I feel very humbled by that. Is that the right good. word? Well, and also, we, I needed to butter you up. <sighs> because whilst you're away, rowing, That's a lot of money. Well, that, yeah, well, you? could you maybe just say to them, well, I've raised that now, do I need to even do it? <clears throat> Someone's had a good year. <laughs> <laughs> Offset that against tax, that's fine. <laughs> Um, I need to bust you up, really. I need to, other than the fact that I genuinely am, as That's ever. so sweet. Genuinely, thank you. Your coffee's not that bad. Thank you. You see? <laughs> I feel bad Money talks. <laughs> Look, whilst you're away, we're going to help raise money for Comic Relief to continue to raise money. 
it's either that or I just keep donating. But, you know, really, I will be out of a out of a house if I keep donating that amount. But just for some update episodes, just to see how you're getting along, mm-hmm. we're going to uh, replace you again. What? I'm only gone five days. Yeah, I know. Well, I know. But look, you know, we might do a couple of special episodes just to help raise money for comic relief. Okay, I won't. You know, I'm you know it's all in the name of a good cause. It would have to be in the name of a good cause. Okay. And so, your replacement, temporarily, once again, will be. Let me guess. Hi guys. <laughs> Hi guys. So yes, producer Ben is going to just be helping me just give updates for G&D, especially if they're not within the UK uh, and they can't necessarily follow what's going on, uh, but they can donate. We are going to be giving a couple of little special update episodes. Okay. But then the moment you are out of that boat, and I, I, te- I can assure you the moment that microphone is being whipped away from producer Ben. Okay. So what are you going to do? You're going to do episodes every day? No, we, uh, we're not going to do that. We're just going to do a couple of special episodes. Okay. Just to give people updates. If you don't mind. I, no, I don't mind. No, it's all great. in the name of a good cause. That's fantastic. It's, comic you. Relief is all, all about helping those less fortunate than us. And so we thought Ben, coming back onto the podcast, uh, felt on brand. Okay. okay. And it's also all about being hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And Ben also turned down the opportunity to support my charity, Hand Relief. So, thus, he's well, back. Thank you so much for your lovely donation. Seriously. It's a pleasure. That means a lot. Bless well, you. Thank you so much for that's that a pleasure. donation. That was so sweet. I'm sure my parents will also be donating because, you know, they love you. Oh, bless them. So, they voted for you a lot in the in the castle. Did they? A lot. So alarmingly. On the app? Uh, on the app, on the... They had two... Obviously, they have two phones, so, you know, ten votes a day. Not each, you know. They've each got a phone. Did they pay? Oh, they no, they called. Oh, oh like. Bless them. Have I ever told you about Abby Clancy? When Abby Clancy was in the Strictly final, and we and we we wanted Abby Clancy to win, so we sort of each voted twice or something on our phones, and then we looked at my father's phone. Seventy-three calls he did to Strictly to get Abby Clancy to win. Abby Clancy's victory is basically all down to my father. It's a bit borderline obsessive. <laughs> What? <laughs> Who's the other one? Silla Black. <laughs> oh my God, your dad's got a weird face mm. for Silla Black and Abby, Abby Clancy. Yes, if you're from the north and a bit common. Your you know, dad he's... voted for Abby Clancy. That's a we big... all did. <laughs> we thought she was very good. Oh my God, I've never told us this before. Bye, <laughs> what you doing, darling? I'm voting for Abby Clancy, Sarah. She's a very, very nice woman, Sarah. He voted I'm so for... sorry if my father hears this. Do you know what's weird? Yeah. We used to get... This is like just thinking back. We used to get my... <laughs> every Christmas we... <laughs> is, this, is this a bit f- effed up? Mm-hmm. I've, I've been swearing too much on the podcast oh, recently. It's been brought to my attention by family members. So, sorry. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. We used to get my dad a Kylie Minogue calendar every Christmas. Okay, no, my uncle's into Kylie Minogue. Is that a bit weird? But he was a very, quite a... I he, had... He's always fancied Kylie Minogue. I had a Zac Efron calendar in 2011. Did you? Yes, he was well hung in my dining room. I used to hang him <laughs> on the double doors in Manchester. You know those double doors into the dining room? Yeah. And then when tradesmen came round, because, you know, I was still sort of struggling with my sexuality... I would put him behind the door so they couldn't see. Oh. Yeah. Not 
I mean, I was openly gay, but I just felt, you know, I didn't need to have that conversation with, um, you know, the trade. You had Zac Efron behind the door. Yes. I wouldn't so much now, <laughs> but at the time. Do you have a Shawn Mendes calendar? I don't, actually. No one's <gasps> ever bought me a Shawn Mendes calendar. The address is on the website, sexwithmyboss.com. Ben, can we arrange for William to have a Shawn Mendes calendar? Or, and for... alternatively, just Shawn Mendes. Uh, and he can just tell me, I can go, Shawn, what date is it? Right. And he can tell me. Let's get William a Shawn Mendes character, uh, calendar. And let's get Brian a Halle, uh, Abby Clancy one as well. If we can get it signed, that'll make it great. Brian is little Abby <laughs> Clancy calendar. I feel terrible for telling that story. That's so good. Seventy-one calls. He spent seventy-one, like nearly eight hundred pounds. Well, I don't know whatever it costs to vote in strictly, but yeah, that's what it was. They're such. How are they getting on in the uh, in Dubungalow? In Dubungalow, yeah, fine, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I think they're I think they're enjoying it. Make sure you catch the new episode <laughs> of Brian and Sarah in Dubungalow. Brian and Sarah in Dubungalow. Saturday morning on CBBC. <laughs> Hello, darlings. Welcome to Brian and Sarah in Dubungalow, darlings. So, Auntie Sarah has a hangover, darlings. Who here knows what a hangover is, darlings? Anybody? It's where you've drunk too much wine and champagne, in my case, darlings. Okay. Coming up next is Pokemon, darlings. You've got to catch them. They're probably not show Pokemon on kids' telly for about 20 no, years. No, and I don't they? think they showed us on the BBC. Well, I didn't know it was ITV. Yeah. You were more like... I see, I, I absolutely loved I SMTV. was on Live and Kicking. Have You've we ever told, done this? Yes, yeah. we talked. Mm. I, I loved SMTV. Never watched it. No, I bet you didn't. Ant and Deck. No. Doing Wonky Donkey. Everyone goes on about, like, um, chums that they did and stuff, which was great. But they used to do two sketches that I absolutely loved, and nobody ever remembers them. There's one called Eminem Dale, right? Right. So it's like Emmerdale, but with Eminem. Yes, I and, get. I got it. And basically, Eminem would come on, which I think was Deck. You know, with the uh, ski mask, a chainsaw, and just like used the chainsaw. Up oh, the nothing set. says kids' TV than a chainsaw. But you could do it back then. And then um, there was another one called The Vicar of Dribbly. Okay. Where they used to drink water and then spit it out on each other. It was basically Innuendo Bingo before Innuendo but Bingo. Vicar, yeah. Vicar Dribbly, it was called. Does anyone else remember that? But obviously, the best one was Wonky Donkey. Imagine now, imagine singing to kids. You're thick, you're thick, you're thick, you're thick, you're thick. Oh, they'd be in thick. therapy. Did you ever watch Pokemon? Did you collect the cards? I Yes, I think I did for a short amount of time. We had a child at school called, who was actually, uh, who was my study buddy. Uh, we shared a, a study uh, at school. Um, so he's sort of a, a friend of sorts at the time called Emon. It was a, a, an international name. And we used to have this game where we would poke him and we called it Pokemon. And it was, that's the sort of fun we had at boarding school. And those are the sort of people that pr- end up running our country and top businesses with banter like that. <laughs> By the way, Pokemon's still a thing because I bought my nephew Pokemon cards for Christmas. Oh, right. And he was chuffed to bits. Was he? Do you want to see the video? Yes, show me. Do you want to see the video? It's so sweet. Is Pikachu still a thing? Yeah, I think so. How about Charizard? Yep. I always had Charizard. Did you? Um, Where's the... I was very much... Oh, yes, this is all coming back to me now, in the words of Celine Dion. I was Team Rocket. Does that make any sense to anyone? Yes, I will. Yes, I like Team Rocket. Look, this is him on Christmas Day. Look at him. So sweet. 
and he's helping them. Oh, bless him. So sweet. Is that rich? <laughs> Is he crying? Oh, Do you know what I just said? No. We're so rich. <laughs> Oh, that's sweet. Anyway, should we do William's Wacky Word of the Week? Let's do it. It's time for my Wacky Word of the Week. Here's the jingle. Come on, G and us, it's time to learn a new word with William and Jordan. It's William's Wacky Word of the Week. My word is quanked. Quanked. Q-U-A-N-K-E-D. And I'll tell you the definition after the break. Hello, Dave Berry here. I want to tell you all about my brand new podcast, Doctor Next Door, that I've made with one of the country's leading heart surgeons and my real-life neighbour, Dr Neil Srinivasan. We'll be discussing medical myths, some of the burning questions that keep me up at night, and give you the chance to put your questions to the doctor. Join me every week for Dave Berry's Doctor Next Door on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back, G and Divas. Uh, we're doing William's Wacky Word of the Week, the Word of the Week, and thank you to Ruth Ch- I mean, we don't want the jingle again. What are you doing? What? I think he's a bit sure quanked. Sure you want him on with your next one? <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm beginning to. Um, quanked is... Can I guess? Yes, and thank you to Ruth Chamberlain for so sending this one in. Is it where you masturbate really angry? No, funnily enough, it's got nothing to do with what you think it might do. Quanked? Yes. Okay, what is it? It's a nice old-fashioned word, funnily enough, which means overpowered by fatigued. I think at the end of your rowing, you'll be pretty quanked. Quanked? Yes. Right, so it's another word for tired. Yes. Oh, I'm going to be absolutely quanked off me. I think if, so if you can say quanked on air, I will sponsor you what I sponsored you again. I'll do your deal on that. I'll shake your hand on You've that. You've got to say it live on air. Oh, it can't quanked. Be... Yeah, quanked. Quanked. Which means, what is it? Absolutely shattered. Shattered. Overcome with fatigue. Mm. Obviously, I mean, you could say it 
on any day, because you might be tired at the end of day one, probably you will, but I think it will have more weight at the end of the five days. Okay. Well, before we go on to the listeners' problems, um, this is the monthly reminder that we do have, after all this rowing, uh, another tour this summer, uh, and we would love for you, g and to be there. And this time, the theme, alas, as much as I have insisted this is not the theme, is going to be my stag do lads on tour. But it's going to be a really nice, welcoming, fun stag do. Well, most stag do's are fun and welcoming. I think that's highly unlikely. No, they are, they are. It's only going to be the stag who gets tied to a lamppost. Am I the stag? Yeah. Right. You're the stag. We're actually not that laddie, really, are we? You are laddier than me. I wouldn't say we're we're not very laddie people, are we? Well, I'm definitely not. I wouldn't say I was. Um, But we're going to Dublin. We're going to Belfast, we're going to Birmingham, we're going to Manchester, we're going to Edinburgh, we're going to Leeds, we're going to uh, Nottingham. Not, just New- missed out Nottingham. I we're, thought for a minute there I was I was reprised. <laughs> we're going to Nottingham, Newcastle and London and we would love for you to come and see us. It's going to be such a good laugh. And if you've never seen our live shows before, then... It's reckon, not a podcast recording. No. We just want to make that perfectly clear. Yeah, we don't... It's not just us sitting down and talking nonsense like we do now. There is an element of that. Yes, but, you know, we put on a show, we put on little sketches and we have fun and audience interaction and it's it's genuinely a good night. And speak to other Gene Divas that have been, but we would love for you to come. And the best thing about the tour is you can bring someone who's never listened to a podcast before. They'll soon click on and get That happens a lot, doesn't it? And I would just like to point out, as much as I'm dreading this stag do, God willing, I'm only having one stag do. Okay, so this is the stag do. Okay, if so, if you don't come this year, we're not doing my stag do again next year. Well, you're having one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine stag do's. Okay, we. I would like it if people came to one of them. Okay, I mean, if they can, they can book tickets for all of them. I'd be delighted, but one will do. Sextedmyboss.com forward slash live if you want tickets for that. We're also. Oh, just been told that um, producer Ben has ordered some tape. We're going to try. Which tape's the strongest for the lamppost? Sorry? We're going to try which tape is the strongest for the lamppost. Right. Just leave it with me. Anyway, if you want to come to the um, tour in the summer, William Stag do. Lads on tour. Sexofmyboss.com forward slash live if you want tickets for that. And we're also going to be giving away another pair of tickets over on our Instagram. Uh, so you can find the post and tag in a friend who you would love to take whilst I try and think of a way to get out of being tied to a lamppost with a variety of different tapes. You know Maggie can't come. Why not? Because you can't... I know Maggie comes to a lot of the shows, but he can't come to the stag do. Oh. You can't have your other half at the stag do. Okay. And not what I've got planned for you. Oh. Is Shawn Mendes making an appearance? No, he's not. Oh. Might have a lookalike, though. You... Tom Holland? Is it you that... You're not allergic to whippy cream, are you? Uh... If it's cow's milk, yes. Right. I'm not allergic, I'm intolerant. Okay, but it won't, like, on your skin and stuff. On my skin? Just... Why would you put right, whipping cream on my skin? This weekend, just try some whippy cream on your nipples and your bollocks and get back to me, and if there's any rashes, let me know. Then I'll send you a photo. No, not a photo, just let me know how you get it on. Okay. How I get it on? Get on. Oh, <laughs> and down your front as well. Down my front? Yeah, just put some whippy cream on your nipples, down your front, and on... Where's the other place? I think my... Oh, and on your belly. Right. And if there's any rashes, let me know, because that's a big part of the show. Basically, we're going to get a G&D Vitalik whippy cream on you. We are not 
Unless he's called Sean. This is from Natasha. (laughs) (laughs) This is... (laughs) I just want to point out his surname also has to be Mendez, okay? Because I'm sure we have a June Diva called Sean, and you're lovely, you're all lovely, but you're not Sean Mendez. Producer Ben, find me (laughs) the biggest, boldest area Sean Mendez in Newcastle that's available, right? From Newcastle. No... With a Geordie accent. Oh, yeah, I am. Sean Mendes. I believe you'd want me a lick whippy cream off your bollocks, like. Find it, me. Anyway, come to the tour. It's going to be a hoot. Let's go on to the listeners' questions. This is from Natasha. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I have been invited to an extremely posh wedding this summer, and I have no idea what to wear. The men are due to wear morning dress, but what does that mean for us ladies? Everywhere I look online says something slightly different. Must I wear a hat or a fascinator or any other sort of adornment? I would rather not have to wear one, but I don't want to stick out like a sore thumb. Please help, I'm American and I'm very confused by all of this. Best wishes, Natasha. Jordan, define morning dress. Morning dress is... um quite old-fashioned nowadays it's tails and top hats at a wedding and it's kind of what they wore for prince william and prince harry's wedding and it's also what's going to be worn you're wearing i'm going to be in it yeah. morning dress for your wedding aren't you you've it's actually tails. basically been able to do it but what does it mean for the ladies yeah what does it mean for the ladies i do believe the ladies do have to wear a hat or a fascinator am i right yeah i mean preferably a hat hat what's wrong with a fascinator mm. Hey, I love ladies in fascinators. You get a lot of them at um, ADOC races and stuff. <laughs> ladies' Day. I suspect if you, Natasha, have been invited to, your words, an extremely posh wedding, uh, a proper hat, and that is something that covers the crown of your head, uh, might be preferable. What what sort of hats should ladies wear at Well, weddings? if it's in the summer, so it's uh, straw hats rather than fabric hats. So I don't mean like Wurzel Gummidge or anything like that, or like a scarecrow, but made of straw because it's it's hotter weather and so you can wear lighter hats. And ideally that's a hat that's held in place with a hat pin. Uh, And then when the wedding gets to after six o'clock in the evening, if it's carrying on after six o'clock, then you remove your hat. So ladies only wear hats in the day, but when the night starts at six o'clock, you can take the hat off. Take the hat off? Yes, hats off. no hats after six. Why is that? Because the purpose technically of a hat is to hide your face from the sun and funnily enough the sun goes down after six o'clock oh okay that's why um you also natasha uh, need to wear a, a dress basically but one that stops um minimum at the knee don't go above the knee uh, it can be longer if you wish and it needs to have sleeves technically if there is food involved Oh, right. technically you wear gloves for morning dress but that really is a rule that you don't need to worry about too much because nobody will um, I would however Natasha I would find out if the mother of the bride I'm assuming it's a, a heterosexual wedding it doesn't have to be all the mothers of the grooms or the mothers of the brides whatever it is are they wearing a hat if they are you probably should okay and what do you say you've got to wear a dress with sleeves Dress with sleeves. He's very is good at this old etiquette. Thank you. Malarkey. If you want more information, the Bluffer's Guide to Etiquette is probably a good place to look. It's a great coffee table book. It is. Or an even better doorstop. Next question, please. <laughs> Do you know Jonathan has it in his loo? Does he? Yes. Mm. Oh, I only have one loo, but it would be good for a little loo. Downstairs yeah. loo. Yeah. Yeah. That's where Jonathan keeps his. Yours is on uh, your bookshelf in the sitting room. Yeah. Living room. Sitting room. Well, you live in all the rooms, don't you? So why do you have a living room? You don't go into the bedroom to I die. Never well, some people do, room. but... I'd say lounge or living room. What's wrong with a sitting room? What's wrong with... Li- Can you say lounge? Uh, if it's a hotel or an airport. 
I'd say living room. I'd probably say living room. Do you not say living room? No, I say sitting room, drawing room. Do you call it a drawing room? No. Do you have drawing rooms in Burnley? Because I'm not in Downton Abbey. Right. Do we have drawing rooms You know when you're really smart, when all the rooms, you have multiple drawing rooms and they're colour-coded. The white drawing room, the blue drawing room, the red drawing room. That's the peak. When we moved house... House. We had a... What was it called? Christmas and special occasions living room. A Christmas and special occasions. We thought we were doing pretty well then. Okay. And I got absolutely, I nearly got thrown out. This wasn't that long ago. It was probably when we started the podcast because I used to live in box room. Mm. And we were only allowed in there on Christmas and special occasions. My mum and dad went away for a week. Yeah. I put Game of Thrones on big telly because it had a big surround sound. Yeah. Mm. And I watched Game of Thrones and spilled a full pint of Vimto all down settee, all on cream carpet. And we're only allowed in there on Christmas or special occasions. Gosh. Yeah. My mate's mum came round and helped me get it up. I'm sorry? My mate's mum came... <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Surprised on so many levels. What? What? <laughs> what? My mates, I couldn't get the stains out, so my mate's mum came round to help me get the stains up, get her out, get the right. stains out. She knew. Wendy knew as soon as she walked in. She walked in, she went, Aya! Oh, it was fabulous. It was... Oh, George, we didn't want to come back. It was... Oh, it was 30, 32, 34 degrees. Oh, it was absolutely... Who's been in Christmas and special occasions living room? <laughs> Which one of you little bastards has been in that living room? Literally as soon as she came through the door. Gosh. Anyway. Have I ever told you when my mother fam- first came to visit me in Manchester after in, when I lived in the flat that you visited me in? And literally, in and there's a small hallway on the on the set on the first floor before you went up, and we were. She was hugging me. And she, oh, darling, it's so lovely to see you. It's so lovely to see you. I'll come down and do this floor in a minute. <laughs> As she was hugging me, and she was inspecting the floor. Which was an insult because I was immaculately clean, oh, but God. not to my mother's level. How much did your mum cry when you left for uni? Not that much, actually. Did you know? Oh, no, apparently, no, when they dropped me off, um, I tell a lie because I didn't see it. Um, when they got in the car after leaving me at my halls of residence, she was very emotional, but mainly emotional because she had seen the halls of residence, not so much to do with me. Oh, really? Yeah, what I think she that? was worried about how I would cope. Oh God! What happened when James went to uni? Oh well, no, she just changed herself, chained herself to the radiator. Oh, I can imagine. Mm. Just yep. chained herself to. Oh, she must have been in bits. She probably was. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't there. Just keep laughing at the thought that James was doing Morse code on one of the pipes <laughs> because he was so <laughs> ill. <laughs> Darling, my James is not well. Anyway, next question. Do you want more drink, by the way? Oh, I'm, I'm rowing on. My, yeah, suck it. Why not? Oh, you got. We're going the... out after this. Yes. Stuart said to me, oh, I might have a few gins. I'm like, I'm already arriving. Having <laughs> had about three gin de bonnets. I'll be dancing on the tables. Next question, please. Hello, Mr. William Esquire and Jordan Yewee Mucker. I feel like an absolute twat, in capitals, asking this, but feel like I'm in need of assistance. My friends have planned the worst birthday for me ever. I've had enough of being a valise girl. There's a capital S on the end of valley. I don't quite know why. The plural is... Valleys. Also, isn't it valleys, I-E-S? 
I don't know. I don't know. Sorry to all those who find squalid chalets fun, but I don't want to go to Butlins and see Peter Andre or whichever god-awful act is playing there. It's probably me that weekend, lad. <laughs> I work hard, I play hard. If I'm going to be taking all my clothes off and gunning it down a water slide, I'd rather it were in Morocco and followed by a nice Bellini or even a G&D. WTF do I do? I don't want to be rude, but I'm having real difficulty in surrendering my agency so my friends can plan my birthday weekend in a place where I may need to sleep in a shit-stained small double. Fuck that. Love, Molly and Haggis. Brackets, the cat. I, I've got a gig in Butlins in a few weeks. We might see you each other. You don't, do you? Yeah, I can't remember where I've done it. It's in, um, I think it's in Skegness. Oh, it gets better. Nice. Well, Molly is looking up now. I think I, it's the same with stag do's. Like, I've, I've organised a few stag do's mm. and it's meant to be a surprise, but I think they should check. I remember saying to my mate, who I was best man for, I remember saying, look, this is the options. And he said, let's go there. Because it, ultimately it is their birthday. I would agree. I think your friends... They're well-intentioned, but they probably need to give you final sign-off. And I think I would turn around and say, do you mind if if it's not too late, Molly, and Haggis the cat, I would turn around and say, do you mind if I have final say I don't, oh, on where we go? Mm. Arrangements after that they can perhaps yeah. be trusted with. I think you're perfectly fine to say, I like that, final sign-off. Can I get final sign-off and then I'll leave the rest to it? I'll yeah. leave you to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you need to tell them final sign-off. And sign you need off. to tell them soon. I'd, I think I'd want to have final sign-off. I don't like to. Do I get final sign-off with my stag do? God, no. Right, well, there we go. God, no. Would if, you... if you ever find anyone to marry you, you are not having final sign-off on your stag do. Are you going to come to my stag do? I'm going to organise your stag do. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It will be watercolour challenge, a la Russell Kane. We'll have a lovely time. God. We'll have some sort of, you know... Munchettes. We're not doing watercolours and munchettes. We're getting on the piss if I'm ever getting married, which I'm not. But if I ever do, we're getting, like, I'm talking getting on it. Right. I'm talking Thursday night in the pub, Friday flying somewhere, back on Monday, an absolute clip. A clip? Clip. What does that mean? Oh, in an awful state. Right. I'm acting like I'm Billy Big Bollocks. I, I don't, from, can I just say, from mm. when we started this podcast, I don't drink anywhere near as much as what I used to. I wouldn't be able to do it now. Really? Do you remember when I first started this podcast, I came off a stag do? Yes, you did. I'd literally yeah. just been on a stag do in Amsterdam. I wouldn't be able to do that now. No, well... If I have a drink now, I'll be rough for two, three days. That's what happens in your 40s. What happens 40s? Anyway, next question. This is from Billy. Hi, Jordan and William. Wrong way around, Billy. Thanks, Billy. First off, I absolutely love the podcast. My friend Billy had a 10-foot willy and he showed it to the woman next door. She thought it was a snake, so she hit it with a rake and now it's only two foot four. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that? No, I don't. (laughs) My owl Ryan told me that when I was a kid. We did, like, Latin things, like Cochilius Estin Horto. I mean, that's what we did. My friend Billy had a 10-foot willy and he showed it to the woman next door. He thought it was a snake, so he hit it with a rake and now it's only 10-foot-4. Don't show your widgie to the lady next door. You can do it by them. In private school, it was Latin is a dead language, it's dead as dead can be, it killed the ancient Romans and now it's killing me. We found that hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry, Billy. Hi, William and Jordan. 
corrected it for you, Billy. First off, I absolutely love the podcast, and I'm currently binging my way through the series. I broke up with my fiance, with her for 10 years, engaged for four, back in September 2021. This broke me, and it put me in the darkest place mentally that I've ever been in. But I'm now happy to say that I'm on the other side of that. At the time, I thought she was cheating on me emotionally with a work colleague of hers, who was also a friend of mine, which I have recently found out that she was. She also has bought a house with the twat and is currently in a relationship with him. That being said, my question is this. Would I be within my rights to send a strongly worded text message to her saying my thoughts on the matter, or am I better off not saying anything and trying to be the better person? Kind regards, fellas, and much love, Billy. Oh, Billy, that's such a good question. Um, oh, it's a hard one because you'd be in the same position because I'd be like, you just keep a dignified silence. I would keep a dignified silence and I would also, if it helps you though, sort of, I would almost meet, meet sort of you halfway. I would maybe write something that you have no intention of sending in a Word document. Yes. Write it down or pick up a pen and physically write it, whatever you want to do. And don't send it because I can. I feel that is very cathartic. Whereas nine times out of ten, people who actually send letters and sort of having written them and sort of a stream of consciousness and then actually press send, it does do more damage than it's meant mm. to do. And and also they've split up. They've clearly moved on. You should too, as far as I'm concerned. Billy, it sounds like you've gone through um, over the past few months so i hope you're on the other side and feeling better but yeah uh, william's right there i call i've got a little thing in my notes called fantasy replies <gasps> do you yeah can we go through We've those one told, day so yeah we should do yeah we did wow. it on radio one but we can do it on radio as well yeah we'll uh, do it but we'll make it funny uh, <laughs> but um <laughs> i've got a little notes called fantasy replies so <gasps> if a boss ever texts me or a podcast co-host or a producer from a podcast, a podcast co-host, and you just really want to send them do a fantasy reply so write it out sober is that when you don't reply then, to us is that because actually you've just done a fantasy reply to us and you think you've responded sometimes um and write it out in your notes in your phone leave it put it away go back to it if you if you do feel that you still want to send it in two weeks when you're sober right here's my advice okay because sometimes I, I'm 50-50 on this. I'm like, I get it if you don't want to, and I get it if you do. Don't send it drunk. Don't send it on a, on a weekend when you might have had a bit of alcohol. If you still feel like you want to send it, send it on a Wednesday night at 7 o'clock when you're back from work and stuff. Oh, okay, good advice. Because mm. I've, I've been there and I've sent fantasy replies and regretted it straight away. <laughs> Who did I send one to recently? And I was like, I had to ring them. But Billy, I... Would ask you, what do you want that to achieve? Yeah. Well, sometimes it's good to get it off your chest. Yes, but I think I would either see somebody, i.e., a therapist, and tell them that, or just write it down, lock it away, and do it that way. What does it mean if they're having an affair emotionally? They weren't. I don't. I, th- I would assume, and Billy. weren't. There wasn't any. There wasn't any sort of hanky panky. But they were. There was just sort of maybe like DMs, inappropriate looks, that sort of thing. Okay. Which is still a form of cheating. It's obviously not as bad as physical cheating, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is it is basically the same thing. Okay, I didn't know that. I hope Shawn Mendes doesn't read my messages. <laughs> Help, I have a delicate rim. This one is entitled, and it's from James. <laughs> Piqued my interest. Dear William Jordan and PB, I know that, much like myself, William adores a delicate rim. 
I find it greatly enhances the taste and leaves me thirsty for more. Have you ever thought about voiceover work? You'd be great at voiceover. Nobody wants anyone that sounds like me anymore, sadly. That's not true. Well, hmm. You should get him a voiceover agent. Thank you. Carry on. However, when I host, family and friends insist on toasting by clanging my fine crystal stemware like a collective of camp campanological... I can't say that word. Camp campanological queens. I'm not sure it actually is a word, James. I just want to point that out to you. Even worse, some of them grass bottoms instead of the shaft. Are you not allowed to? I would much rather they simply toast to good food, company and other matters with a simple short upward motion. I would even be willing to compromise on eye contact. My question is this, how can I ensure my friends firmly grasp the shaft when they visit me and refrain from clinking my expensive wine glasses like a bunch of baboons without appearing to be a cold and critical host? Yours, James. James, it sounds like you and William would get on like a house on fire. Yeah. Um... I think it's probably just best to do the whole, oh, don't clink them, they cost me a fortune. Mm. Or just don't get them out, get them out for best. Well, yeah, but surely family and friends are best. Nah, not some of my fans and family. <laughs> I won't get my best china out. I'm joking, I would. Like Hyacinth getting out her beaker for Elizabeth rather than the fine bone china. Yeah. Mm. Um, my advice is just just little gentle reminder. Oh, don't don't clink them, they cost me a fortune, don't. That's what I <sighs> I don't know. Look, James, I, I get it. I obviously know clinking. It's a thing. Uh, it's correct within this culture. There are cultures where it is correct to do that, but nowhere near where we live. Um, this is the politeness paradox. It is technically paradox, contradiction. It is actually... You are one condescending. You looked confused. I was confused. And thus I helped you out. Yes, but in a condescending way. I know what paradox means. Pandora's Paradox, isn't it? <laughs> you play Paradox on Radio 1, don't you? It's Paramore. It's Paramore. Thank you. Oh, Down with the kids. This is the politeness paradox, in that it is actually rude to point out people's bad manners. Although they are bad manners, bad mannered themselves, it's rude to point it out, which technically makes my job one of the rudest jobs going, but it's when people ask yeah, for my advice. you're a I, scam. You're a cunt. What do you mean I'm a scam? That's your entire living. Um, so I would just go with it. You know, when you when people come round to my house and they start clinking, I don't say anything. I do just have to go with it. Look, if they smash the glasses, they smash the glasses. It hasn't happened yet, but I, if you don't want people potentially damaging anything that you own, glasses, carpets, plates, don't have people round. Go out for dinner. Mm. That's my advice. So I would just say, and, and James, it, you wrote in a really good letter, and it's not often I say this to people, and I appreciate this is coming from me, but you just need to relax a bit. Pot kettle. Kettle. <laughs> Did I say kettle? Pot kettle. Jesus, James. I'm not being funny, but if William Hansen thinks you're highly strung, then bloody hell. There's no hope for you. No, there isn't. There isn't. Well, they were some very good letters. Do you have things for best? No. No. Um. Not really. I've started to realise people. From different backgrounds, never have stuff for best. I mean, I did, I did buy that uh, 1798 dessert service that none of you commented oh, upon. So I guess say, there's that. Get over your pissing dessert plates. There's more going on in life when you're moaning on about your pig in dessert plates. I'm just saying. Next time Pearl, we come round. Pearls before swine. I don't want to wish to call two of our guests. How would you want it to be? So I went round to yours. Yeah. Didn't notice your dessert plates. You came round to mine and said on this podcast 
two days after, <laughs> there was a bit of dust in the corner of your room, darling. Yes, I'm so sorry. And quite a few friends have gone, William, that was really hard. They actually... They actually... <laughs> they said, no wonder people go to pieces when you come round. I, like, I did it for comedy effect. <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah. But I did notice it. Uh, okay, oh, my God, but... I get it from my mother. Yeah. She did that with me. Mm. I mean, it all goes back to childhood. Is your mum quite passive-aggressive as well? No, she's, no, she's actually no, genuinely she's very sweet. Really sweet. I genuinely don't know where I get that from. Granny, she probably. Genuinely is really sweet. Yeah. Well, yeah, because your granny was quite passive-aggressive because she never liked Steph from Steph's packed lunch, did she? What did she say that time? Oh, yeah, I can't remember. It was before Steph's packed lunch. It was when Steph was on BBC Breakfast. I, I really like Steph. I, I love Steph. want to point out. I love Steph. I think she's cracking. Uh, right, before we go, a gentle reminder that if you want to help with something, then you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com. You can tweet us or you can send us a message on Instagram or TikTok. We're at sextedmyboss. Check us out on TikTok. We're doing quite well. We're not on there personally, but apparently we're doing pretty well on it. Yes. Yeah, we're going viral on TikTok. All to do with producer Ben. We'll have a new single out next. That's where all the music comes from these days. Oh, right. Or you can write to William with promises, handwritten reply, and his own letter to paper. The address for that is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. Jordan, good luck. Thank you. Have a good row. We will check in with you when you're finished. We are very proud of you on behalf of all the G&Divas. None of us would do it. You're completely bonkers for doing it, but we are behind you. Thank you. That's really sweet. And thanks for your donation. It's a pleasure. Break a leg. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 